story to tell you, and I just wanted to get in character. So if you guys want to know what I looked like before you met me when I was pregnant, like this. But my face was more like this. Okay. There's a lot of anger in here, so this is about how big I was. I'm going to start off with a story. You guys have heard the story, but I just want you guys to really get into this story. Okay, so when I was pregnant with Layla, um, I was just not a very kind person. I don't know what happened, but just I didn't feel well, you know, 99.9% .9 of the time. Um, so I was huge like this. I was, like, going to have this baby, like, any day. And those of you that are women that have had babies, there's this thing called, like, pregnancy fog, like, in your brain, where your brain just decides, I'm not working today. All the blood, everything is going to the baby. So we lived in this trailer, and it had about four steps up. So I'm big like this, and Matt goes outside. I'm like, oh, we're going to go somewhere. So I don't know. My brain didn't work, and I'm coming to the edge of the steps, and I just look out, and I just keep walking straight. I'm huge. I'm literally like, and I fall down the flight of stairs. Well, Matt sees me, and he can see I'm like rolling, you know, because I'm round. He realizes I'm probably not hurt because I got all this beautiful padding. Do I look better from the side? Tell me. <laughs> so I have this, you know, and I'm, I, he comes over. He's like, are you okay? You know, he's actually laughing, you know, trying not to laugh. And I was like, that's it. You're, I'm killing you. You're, that's just, just my normal thought in my head was I'm going to get in the car and run him over. I don't know why, but I literally was like, I'm just going to hit him and injure him. Like, you laugh at your pregnant wife falling down the stairs. So I went to get in the car to run him over. This is real. Um, this really happened. <laughs> this is not. So, but I hadn't been able to drive for months because I was so sick. Well, I get in the car. Well, if you've seen my husband, he's about, you know, a little twig here. So the seat is definitely not meant for someone who looks like this. Okay, so I go to run him over to show him a lesson about laughing at your pregnant wife because my brain isn't working, and I get stuck in the car with one leg in and one leg out, and my, my belly gets stuck between the steering wheel, and I'm mad, and I can't get in or out, and I'm saying, I'm going to run you over, and he's standing next to the car. He's like, yeah, you're going to run me over. Finally, after I calm down a little bit, he lets the seat go back, and I roll out. So, um, yeah, so if you didn't, you want to remember, that's what I looked like because you'll never see this again. But so as I was, I was looking at God's word and we're talking about faith. And what I realized is when I took the, that step off, it was really important. Do you guys know how important it is to take each step? Well, my brain didn't think that was important. I found out very quickly it's important to take each step that you cannot just walk off the end of you know a staircase it doesn't really work um so each step is important and if you skip a necessary step it usually leads to unnecessary pain <laughs> i i wasn't really pain because i the anger was there you know <laughs> but it definitely was an unnecessary situation you know um because if I would have just been thinking and took that step, I wouldn't have rolled like a beached whale down the steps, and I wouldn't have tried to run my husband over the car. You know, people think that isn't real. It's a real story, guys, and it's a good story, especially when you have props. So 
I started asking the Lord, like, okay, I get it. You direct my steps. I obviously was not in, in, in line with the spirit that day. I don't think it was you I was listening to because I don't really think God condones walking off steps and trying to run your husband over, you know? So I'm like, okay, Lord, I get you're telling me that I need to take each step. So I'm like, why, you know, I'm sharing this story because the Lord's like, you need to think about each step that I asked you to take. And I realized there's no magic pill that lets you skip over steps. You know, there, just because I was pregnant, it wasn't like, oh, I don't have to walk downstairs because I'm pregnant. doesn't work that way. It's not, it, it, there's no this, you know, magic levitation that, you know, la, 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 I just float through the air. That's not, you know, that's not how God works. He's saying, I put steps there so you could use them. So God is always saying, there's always just that next step of faith. You're here, and he wants you to go somewhere else. He wants you to do something else. You don't just run right off. you got to listen to where God is directing you. you got to have faith to take that step. You know, Jesus is always faithful to lead you to that next step. He always illuminates your path with his word. He uses the Holy Spirit. He uses wise people in your life. You know, he asks you to have faith in what he is saying and what he is doing and what he's leading you to do. He's like, I know this seems crazy. So so I thought about another guy who took some pretty crazy steps. His name was Peter. Um, he, he was in this boat, you know, as a fisherman, and all of a sudden this big storm. And if you guys don't know, I'm, like, really afraid. Of, if I have a fear, it's probably boats. And if you have to watch, like, Mercy found out, like, I can't, I, I lose it when you watch those, like, I can't watch that show. What's that show that has, like, horrible, they're on the boats in Alaska, and the waves are, like, golfing. It's the scariest show like that. If I want to watch a scary movie, that's what I'm watching. Okay. So I'm thinking like, oh my gosh, Peter's like on this boat and there's a storm and the boats weren't like boats today. I'm thinking, oh my goodness. So there's a storm, you know, and it's going and, and, um, Jesus is there and he's, he's not in the boat. He's outside the boat. He's just like walking on the waves, walking on the water. Okay. And Peter's like, uh, what you doing, Lord? And, and so Jesus is like, he wanted Peter to take a step of faith. He's like, so it's in Matthew 14, but I'm just going to paraphrase it for you guys. So it definitely took a step of faith for Peter to do what the Lord asked him. He said, Hey, Peter, I want you, come here, come to me. Peter's looking at him. Guys, I think Jesus had too much wine. I don't know what's happened. So he's like, um, he looks at Jesus and he says, uh, Lord, you know that that's water. You know what water is? You, you know what you're asking me to do? He's like, yeah, I want you to walk on it. He's like, you mean swim? No, I want you to get out and walk on the water. Peter's like, okay. He said, you know, Lord, I'm not really a strong swimmer. And just like, I want you to walk on the water. Do you trust me? So Peter, you know, he I think he stepped out like this. You know, <laughs> you know what I mean? Because I, I've i never seen that done before. He's Jesus. I get that. He's Jesus. But you know what? It could be like a joke, like when your brothers, if anyone has brothers, you know, like there's rocks in the water that they're standing on. And they're like, come on, you can come out. It's shallow. Boom. Or they dig a hole. 
I have been the victim of both of those schemes. So, you know, you're thinking, Jesus, are you just standing on a rock and you're asking me to go? You know, I think Peter's thinking, this is not real. This is not happening. Maybe I drank too much wine. I don't know what's going on. But you're asking me to walk on top of water. So Peter steps out and he's walking on the water. You know, Peter chose that daring faith. Like, okay, everyone else is in the Bible, or everyone else is in the boat. How come none of them got out? They're all thinking, you go first. Let me know if it works out all right. You know, that's kind of sometimes what we want to do with our faith. Well, you make that decision first. You go talk to that person first. You know, you be the first one. I'll go if you go. You know, like girls always got to go to the bathroom together. They can't go by themselves. We kind of do that like, like, yeah, I'm a powerful Christian person. I'm going to tell them, you know, when I got my group behind me, you know. But when you're by yourself, it's a little bit different. So all the other disciples are like, go, Peter, go, Peter. If he drowns, I want his cloak. You know, I get his stuff. I get his boat, whatever. So none of the other ones are like, I'll do it, Lord. You know, they didn't have that faith. Like if he's saying it to Peter, I can do it, too. That's what I always thought when I read that story. Like, why didn't anyone say, I'll do it. He's reluctant. Let me go. You know, that's what I think I would do. But I probably would be like, oh, you know, but it's that daring faith. It looked impossible. You know, what he'd always seen, what he'd always known was people don't walk on water. People try to walk on water. People drowned. Okay. It was really unbelievable. Like, you know, you're kind of rubbing your eyes like, am I seeing this? Am I still dreaming? What's going on? You know, and there was risk involved. It wasn't like, oh, this is really, you know, go say hi to that person. Okay, I say hi. Oh, I did it, Lord, you know. And this is like your life. He's like, okay, do you trust me? This could be your whole life. And I'm not just talking about death, but sometimes God asks us to do things that change our life. You know, where we're supposed to be, the type of job we're supposed to be in the people we're supposed to be around, you know, the hard things he asks us to do. And it's like, are you sure? Because it's just here I'm okay. The boat feels nice. The water, I'm not sure how that feels, and I don't know if I want to find out. But it took that unbelievable, you know, risk that was just like, okay, I have been with you, Jesus. You have always showed to be true. Your word is true. You have taken me from death to life. You know, I'm going to trust you. You have never let me down. So why can't I walk on water? You know, it was kind of like, I'm taking this risk. I'm doing it. I am stepping out in faith that Jesus said I could and I can. So he took that step. And I look and I'm thinking, you know what, sometimes that's how we are. Like when you try to get a little baby to walk, and you like, you know, you shake something in front of them. You're like, I got candy. I do that all the time to people. I got candy. <laughs> you know, like, oh, I'll come. I'll listen to you. I'll do it. I got candy. You know, and but I look and I'm like, spiritual adulting is hard. I got to grow up spiritually. It's hard sometimes. Like, I don't want to take that daring faith. I like my job. I like how this is. I like people to like me. And if I do this, they might not agree with me. You know? How many guys like it your way? I like it my way. Yeah. We got a few honest people in here. We all like it. No one says, I just hope everything goes the opposite of the way I want to. <laughs> you know? We like it our way. It doesn't mean our way is right. Because my way is right. No, <laughs> I don't know if you guys would catch that. No. You know. 
God's way is right. But spiritual adulting is hard. It takes a lot of daring faith. You have to step out and do things. You know, I remember when God's like, when I, you know, quit your job and you're like, Satan, get behind me. You know, and God's like, no, I want you to quit your job. I got something better. And you're like, but I don't see another job. He's like, it doesn't matter what you see. You need to move. Um, I was with somebody this weekend and I said, you know, sometimes you have to clean things out and you have to make space in your life for God to bring something new in there. So it takes that step of faith to be like, okay, I'm going to quit my job. And okay, are you sure? Because how am I going to pay these bills? And God's like, do you trust me? You know, go talk to that person in the store you never met. But what if they just are like really rude to me and snub me, Lord, are you sure? Because this feels really awkward right now, you know. Oh, and on top of it, I want you to lay hands on them in the store in front of everybody. Are you sure, Lord, like you don't want me to say, hey, I'll meet you in the parking lot? That would be more weird, I think, but (laughs) at least there won't be an audience, you know. And God's like, no, do you trust me? Have faith in what I'm doing. I know you can't always see what I'm doing. Because I'm big, and I'm great, and I'm powerful, and I have everything in my hand. I know you can't see that, but have faith in what I'm doing. And God said, go to California. I said, I'm scared. It's scary there. I have to go on a plane. I'm afraid I have to go through an airport. I have to drive in Sacramento. You know? I'm like, I have to go, and I don't have anybody that knows me. No friends. There's 600 people here. That all act like me. <laughs> and all like the attention. All like to be crazy and wild. And we're all in the same room. I, you know, I look and I'm like, are you sure this is you, Lord? Like, maybe, you know, what's going on? You wouldn't just throw me out like that. Like, go. Do it on your own. And I'm like, but I took that step of faith. And God was like, see? Look what I opened up. You got rid of some of that fear of doing it on your own. And now I've opened up new and greater doors for you. You've had wisdom that you would have never had access to. You trusted me in ways that you never did before. And while I was there, he did the second one I told you about. He said, go lay hands on this person who was like, actually like a, um, he just lived in hotels and he was cooking outside. And, and when I stepped outside, he's like, you want to have dinner with me, pretty lady? I was like, well, no. But then we started talking and he's, his legs were like messed up. And, and, I, and the Lord's like, I want you to, to pray for him. And I'm like, awesome. So I'm like, can I pray with you? And then all of a sudden it was like crazy. Like this group of people are just all of a sudden standing around us at this hotel. I'm like, well, this is weird. So I'm thinking I go to put my hand on his shoulder, pray for him. And the Lord's like, no, I want you to lay hands on his feet. So I get down on my hands and knees and I'm there and I'm like, okay, Lord, I really do. Cause I thought I'll just have faith. I'm going to pray with you. The Lord is so good. And the Lord's like, I want you to pray for healing in front of all these people right now. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm so I'm standing out of this, this old thing and I'm on my hands and knees and, and his feet, he's, he works. Okay. These are not like dainty little feet. Okay. And of course he's wearing sandals. So I have my hands on this guy's feet and all these people are sitting on their cars and they're like, what's this crazy lady doing? And so I pray, and he's like, wow, I actually have feeling in this toe. And wow, and it was just awesome. And so he got his healing. But I was like, Lord, I don't know. It was that step of faith. Like if I wouldn't have first just asked him to pray for him, like I had to take that step 
to get to the next step. You know, if I would have come out the door and just put my hands right on his feet, he would have been like, whoa, whoa, crazy people. <laughs> you know, it would have been a little scary. And it's, but I had to listen to the Lord. And I'm like, Lord, are you sure that you can't just do it when I lay my hand on his shoulder? Are you sure? But God's like, just trust me, okay? I want to do something here. And I want it not just for you and not just for him. I want it for all the people that are going, watching which was that was I'm like at least my at least my head is like I can't see them because I'm thinking they're probably like calling like there's something going down here it's crazy these people are I don't know what this lady's doing so I look and I'm, I'm thinking okay God I'm gonna take that step and then that whole week every day I got another step I had to do another thing you know um I had to you know be in front of people and talk to people and and they would just I'd be at this conference and they would say oh turn to someone and and tell them this about their life and you're like I don't know you you know what I mean it was just really amazing but then each step I took was like wow this is a new area and I'm never going back there and this is a new area and I'm never going back there like each step I didn't just run out there and think that I was gonna just plow through everything and I'm confident and all this God's like just trust me step by step. So, you know, I think when God says, forgive them. And we say, but God, you don't know what they did to me. I say that all the time to God, just like that. And he says, I think God sounds like mercy at that point. Oh, honey, if you only knew, you know, oh, honey. but you know, God's like, would you trust me? You forgive them. Let me show you the freedom that comes with that. But we want to be like, but you don't know what they did. It was horrible. Yeah, I didn't say you had to forget it. I said you have to forgive them. I'm not really worried about, I'll deal with them. But right now I'm dealing with your heart. I want you to walk in freedom. And your unforgiveness is keeping you in a cage. Which brings me to a word I got for somebody when we were preaching. I don't know if this means anything, but have you ever seen the old cartoons like where the animals are in the circus? I don't know if the circus or tigers or tigers or something means something to someone, but the animal's in there, and he's, like, shaking on the bars, you know, like, ah, trying to get out. And then the bar slips loose, and he doesn't know what to do. And I saw that, and, and then, like, they pick it up and put the bar back in. And what God said that some people are doing that because of the guilt they've been carried. I don't know who is really, I don't know if that means a tiger, strength. Does some, I don't know. Find out what your name means, if something about strength and courage. Um, the Lord said it's something in their name that they've been caged in that, that guilt for a long time. And God said, I opened that bar. I, I made that fall down. So that's just something added. I don't know who that's for, but check what your name means because the Lord said something I just really feel like has to do with your name. And the Lord's saying, don't stay in that cage. I have set you free. Said, I bring the freedom for you. So, all right, let's go back to that. <laughs> okay. So when forgiveness, God's saying, trust me, this is going to set you free. So the, what I want to ask is, do you trust? Jesus is saying, do you trust me? Do you trust, you know, even though things look a little crazy in your life? Hebrews 11, we all know the scripture. And, you know, now faith is confidence in what we hope for and assurance about what we do not see. He's saying, when, when it looks really bad when it looks scary you can't see where you're going you can't even see the next step you don't know if if this platform's going to hold you and he's saying 
have confidence that whatever it is, if there's nothing under there, that I'm going to put something there. He's saying, do you trust me? Because have confidence that I can see where you can't. That's what faith is. God's saying, have faith that I can see. Like when someone's leading you around with a blindfold, God's saying, he can see where you can't. So trust where he's leading you. God says, take the step. Make sure the next step is ready for you. Have faith that he's not going to let you fall. That your faith is in him, not what you see around you. So...